Hello and welcome to What Moves Us, the podcast where we ask what moves us or more accurately what's going to move us in future. With the Rail Innovation Group's Johanna Randall and Liam Henderson we look at debates, themes and decisions of the minutes that will impact on the way we get about in the future. Well welcome to another podcast from the Rail Innovation Group, What Moves Us. Usually Johanna's with me but not today because I'm in Sheffield managed to break out of London and come to see the Three Squared family. So uh, if you could just introduce yourselves and talk loudly because it's in the <laughs> middle and we're socially distanced at least two metres apart. Hi Liam, I'm James Fox. I'm the co-founder and commercial director of Three Squared. I'm here with... I'm Lucy Pryor, business engagement director at Three Squared and over to... And I'm Martin Gledo, head of IT at Three Squared and looking after all things trains. Right, <laughs> thank you. Uh, we obviously did a podcast last year, um, seeing how you were coping with uh, lockdown and everything else. Uh, first question for anyone who's new to 3Squared is, why are you called 3Squared? <laughs> it's a very good question. Um, this was a long time ago we started 3Squared, I think it's 19 years ago now we, uh, we started. Um, and Tim and I came up with some kind of mathematical equation that we can't really remember what it was uh, all those years ago and it ended up being three squared essentially so was this like a genius idea in the pub it was and right. also, <laughs> also, three squared i think <laughs> also we found domain names available three squared.com so right so any questions go to three squared.com so, uh right so thank you for having me in sheffield today it's very nice to come to see your new offices lots of purple going on a bit of green yes, some teal uh yeah or we'll remind with our with our app colours. Yep, <laughs> it's very good. It's very fancy offices. I'm sure they'll host you if you if you ask nicely, and get a good cup of tea. So, how has it been for the last year? Well, I think, so, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think since lockdown happened, uh, we were looking at the numbers yesterday, mm -hmm. and we've employed 35 people since lockdown. Um, so during lockdown, again, yeah. as in you've increased by 35 people. People have left along oh, the way, right. so I think we've just employed We've had a net growth, yeah. 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 So, yeah. how long's the longest someone's been working for you without you ever actually meeting them? Oh, <laughs> gosh. Um, did Izzy start just as we locked down? We, we have had um, a handful of staff who start literally as we fell into lockdown. <laughs> so, they, and Cherry, our HR manager, she has onboarded so many people throughout the last year and uh, switched completely to obviously virtual yeah. interviews as well. How many CVs did, have we looked at? 286. 286 CVs wow. we've reviewed over there. <laughs> all those people virtually, hired, onboarded, trained virtually. Yeah. It's been phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, there are at least three people in my team who joined us completely remotely, so we did remote interviews and everything yeah. for them. It wasn't until summer last year when we got a bit of easing that we all managed to meet up as a team. Uh, and still now, I think there's some people within the company who haven't met each other, yeah. uh, because obviously we've been working remotely for so long. Yeah. Uh, do you think you've employed anyone you wouldn't have previously done by the fact that you have met them virtually and sort of had a barrier of a screen in the interview? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, we recruited differently in terms of personality type and well also because the interview process was different so they might be more comfortable at home mm -hmm. than they would have performed had they come in wearing a suit or similar yeah. or people you may be employed that you regret because when you met them in person you didn't yeah. really like them <laughs> 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 Definitely, I had that no everyone in hashtag gone team's brilliant um 
don't know. I think obviously it's been a very different mode of interviewing people. But again, mm. in Jack and Terry, she does so much on TV screening, and we've got a, a really a really clever way of taking the CVs and um, assessing people's competencies and capabilities with regard to cultural fit as well as capability. Yeah. By the point they get to interview them, whether it's through a screen or in real life we've already got a really good feeling for who they are and that's all anonymised as well. So we've got no preconceptions based on age or, or what name heritage might be reflected or, or you know, gender even. Right. So everything's done blindly, if you like, up until the point of that shortlisted set of candidates gets to interview. Okay, cool. Thank you. Go back to start. <laughs> <laughs> So your office is now open, obviously, but I think you said you've had the office open the whole yes. way through. Why did you feel it important to keep a place for people to work? Do you want to say that, Dave? Uh, well, I, uh, you can fill in. I think it's really important because some people um, work a lot better in an office environment than they would be at home. And some people can obviously live with their parents and have distractions at home and that kind of thing. So we've left it open so people can come in um, and have an option to access with increased care. So and the main second of a, a massive massive influence behind all that is looking after our colleagues mental well-being yeah this week i've been myself i've hated some days being on my own at home so to have that option has just been invaluable so now obviously hopefully we're returning to another reason uh do you have plans to sort of, sort of i don't know what the word is Get people back we, together. Like the Avengers, reassemble. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty much that. What's your? Oh, I've had everybody back in the office tomorrow, but we also have been mindful of people's concerns. Um, we do have colleagues with caring responsibilities, so they'll wait until they've had their jobs, for example. Um, but we've, as James said, we've had opt-in right from the very beginning, so people are welcome to come in as soon as they want. If it's one day a week or five days a week naturally just for team spirit and, and, and the hub of the community we want everyone back in as soon as possible but we're doing this in a really holistic manner with surveying the staff and making sure people are as comfortable with and as well as an understanding of the decisions that we're making as a manager of teams now but people got to be okay for work yeah so how have you got on with um i didn't plan for this to be a whole skills based one but <laughs> how have you got on with uh people obviously remote so how have you been able to sort of monitor them and make sure they're still getting professional development while seeing them on a screen at meetings rather than sort of being around and seeing yeah. someone struggling well i'll hand to martin as a yeah, line manager so, um, <laughs> obviously as a line manager i've got team to look after and it is it's a very different experience from being in the office and seeing everyone and just chatting to everyone being on their own in their rooms and being quite isolated. So one thing we did very early on as a company is we put in place a morning, almost like a stand-up kind of social call for everyone in the team. It's 15 minutes long, the team get together, and some days you talk about work in it, some days you talk about whatever the latest hot TV series everyone has been watching is, some days you talk about all sorts of things in it, but it's to try and put in that connectedness. So you, it's not just about... Um, performance and work and the, the hard side of having a job I suppose but it's also about the uh, human side of it and the relationship building uh, we find it's very easy for people to put pressure on themselves to be working and to be 
place and every minute of every day when working at home because yeah. you've not got the social keys in the office to get up and make a cuppa and have a chat. Yeah. So we're really conscious of the need to stop people putting that artificial pressure on themselves and try and maintain that, that feel. And then on the assessing skills and performance and progress side of things, um, we've been making extensive use of video conferencing platforms as everyone has for the last however many months it's been. Um, but we, we found that the one-to-one -one setting for video calls is a very different feel to a, a team session. Yeah. So it, it's quite easy to implement those regular one-to-ones still and, and have those conversations and talk informally as you would and then make sure you follow up and share notes. Um, so I've actually found it's improved some of my uh, HR practices as a line manager as it's put a bit more rigour in how I think about things and manage stuff. So there are lessons that you'll take forward yes, absolutely. into the after time. Right. Don't know why my computer is now making very loud noises. So that's about to explode. Uh, I'll just talk very loudly over it. So uh, that's for keeping in touch with staff and how have you found keeping in touch with clients and suppliers? Same same thing. Uh, well, funny enough, I remember I'm going to talk very much kind of about the, the, the front end network a bit first, and then we'll go on to client engagement. But I remember in our first podcast, just the third of April check on Spotify today. <laughs> um, just before then, you'd actually commented that you'd not seen me anywhere. Because as people that know me know, I like to get out and about and meet people. And so during the first lockdown after that, I really threw myself into absolutely every single on-screen event that was going. And I was knackered after a couple of months. I really, really got screen fatigue. And I, so then I found myself stepping back from it a little bit. Um, so I've got kind of a, a nice balance now, I think I'm being much more selective and I think a lot of people have done that, certainly in this last lockdown, not feeling compelled to go to everything, I suppose it's presenteeism mm -hmm. in a different way, so being much more selective about what you go to, where you'll get value from and I've seen a little bit of pre-networking as well, so I've been using LinkedIn and Twitter much more actively to connect with people and find what our personal connection might be, you know, what the common interest elements might be rather than just we're both on the same conference collecting some advice virtually to know what you know we're humans what can we talk about and i will see you such and such in a couple of days time and that's really really well, well for me but from a client engagement point of view gosh james and his team have flown with that it's been fantastic yeah absolutely i mean the people have embraced uh zoom and teams i don't think this time i said you knew what teams and zoom yeah. was but i think it's worked it, it worked in our favor for them because we've been talking to clients internationally who have now got used to the aspect of teams and zoom at different times of the day and, and calling them and showcasing our, our wares but also our, our clients have embraced it as well and um, to, to catch up with them um, we have, in the fact, been going out physically and mm -hmm. doing training um, to social distance, obviously, um, for, for our products as well. We've seen more clients working well. And um, like you were saying, like the buzz of being back in the office, Becky and um, Catherine and James' team, the buzz from them from having seen clients in real life and having that immediate feedback, whether they're delivering training or it's a keeping in touch session, it's, it's just been gorgeous to hear that. It really has. Yeah, it's encouraging. I do remember last year we also spoke about how you would develop uh, products, especially collaborate, which is how you plan to continue collaboration to develop new products um, when you're all remote from home. So has that gone well? Yeah, we, we are getting feedback from our clients all the time. We have these keeping touch sessions where we uh, speak to our clients about the products and what, what the features they like about it and um, 
to put all those natural features for our products from that as well, and we decide which which feature is getting near forward into the production essentially. Um, but that's continuing over over teams and Zoom um, to to ask our clients where we see our products developing. Right. One thing in that area I've seen that absolutely amazed me is uh, Nicola, one of our business analysts, where I was doing a remote call with um, <laughs> clients talking through their problem. Normally you'd have a whiteboard, you'd be scribbling all over the place. Um, she put together a process map in Visio on the fly while talking to clients and I'm watching this amazing. thing develop in front of me. It's mm. magical. <laughs> it is absolutely amazing to see. Mm. So there are some, obviously, like, uh, what's the word I want to use? Tools that we can carry on. Yeah. Yeah. Potentially yeah. find a way to now merge those back into yes. yeah. real life. Yeah. And we found that we've got um, video conferencing facility now, which works really well. So if there is a group of us in the office, we can still see everybody on the screen and still do meetings remotely and you know, in the office yeah. at the same time. Right. Well, that's good. We are sitting at a table with a giant, overwhelming sign <laughs> wrapped around the corner I've of the table. I've had a busy seminar. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm sat in Lucy's throne here. <laughs> <laughs> with a lot of purple. <laughs> yes. It's my favourite colour. <laughs> oh. Inspirational. So, uh, what's next? What is next? Uh, so, we're obviously growing as an organisation. We've got a lot going on at the moment with various um, big thing at the moment are flagship products as conferences management our EDS products and um, that is growing all the time we've, we've managed to get Neville Dale on board with that now we've got several other clients and other opportunities in Thailand as well so I can really see that growing in fact we've got 20 I wrote the number down uh, we've got we've currently got 23,000 23,000 uh, employees within uh, EDS um, across various organisations so it's uh, and disciplines as well. It's really yeah. exciting the variety of skills profile we've got in there. It's wonderful. Yeah, it's, um, it's different staff and obviously people can be on multiple conferences cycles and different role types and our system managers and all that. And they've got some really good feedback from operators as well. How it's been rolled out, so we've got a great onboarding process, but also the features that it does bring to the organisation compared to their existing tools that used to use before. Yeah, I think it was it only today we got some really, really fantastic feedback from end users of the system. There were comments like, uh, this is making my life so much easier, and, and I wish we'd had something like this before. So it was really warming when clients share that kind of feedback with us. Yeah. So you've already turned that into a, uh, no, I'm a campaign. Because of this from Network Rail, you have to go through the clip cons clearances as well. There are so many things I've got lined up in my draft tweets. <laughs> So have you also, uh, you are very well known on social media, have you found social media engagement has carried on the same? Or um, I've, I, no. Personally, I've noticed that it's been very quiet throughout the last It's four been months. very different because for one, that you don't have the silly selfie opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> I did this yeah. morning on the train. Yes, I saw it. <laughs> we will be having a distance selfie. I need a selfie of this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's, it has been totally different. And um, I mean, because you're not out and about, taking random pictures of things that you've seen or places that you've gone, people then actually notice your absence. So when I've had a, a relatively quiet week, people can check me to make sure I'm all right. Well, no, you don't want to see my front room again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Princess Archie, my dog, that's his um, Instagram account. He's, you know, he's been on quite a few conferences, so he's ended up being paid for us on social media and stuff as well. It's just been 
a nice daft little bit of light-hearted deviation but I've been I personally have been using social media in a very different way so as well as Twitter and LinkedIn and conversing with people through those platforms I've actually ironically used WhatsApp much more than ever would have done before a lot of the groups are on permanent mute and I've chosen. Are you on the Prime over. Minister's special WhatsApp group? No, but I have had a DM from Grant Shapps on LinkedIn. <laughs> Check me out. <laughs> Was it to ask you for anything? <laughs> no, I've still got a better answer when it was PAs. <laughs> no, it's interesting. I just I have found that it's very easy. Yeah, very quiet. I, I have managed to um, have a bit of ribbon with Andy Burnham about music and his DJ instincts. Um, and try to challenge Christina Harris to some better jokes. But <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not using it particularly professionally, but I've been having fun. <laughs> now, as you are you as a company, also do you encourage the staff to be doing social media, have a social media presence on behalf of the company, or do you want them to be out and about showing their faces? Yes and yes. Mm. Um, so we. Actively, so uh, you'll see yourself and James at any manner of events at any time. Almost weekly, I'm like, guys, if you are at a tech event, for example, or if you're at an HR event in Cherry, let us know because I'm really, really keen to ensure that we're promoting Three Squared as a really significant supplier in the rail industry, but that we've got our kudos within tech and everything that we do. I keep mentioning Cherry, all the stuff that we do around social value, corporate social responsibility. So for me, it's absolutely vital that we're sharing that, not just because of the brand Pumpy Getsy, but because it's what we do, it's just in our blood. So we're constantly asking our colleagues, let's say, for going to things, to get involved on LinkedIn. You might have seen that um, we've done a, a whole slew of posts recently on LinkedIn, our very early placement students, yeah. you know, what they're up to now. And we've had some lovely, lovely kind of my career since three squared stories and we've got Lucy, I've just shared a post about Lucy Heath, um, one of our placements, she's returning as a grad student now, it's just lovely to have that kind of longevity and relationship that we nurture. Mm. So yeah, we try and get people involved as much as we can, obviously sensibly. Uh, if, if one of our colleagues is like, no, Twitter is for complaining, and therefore we keep <laughs> well away. We, we, you know, we, we don't merge the streams. <laughs> Twitter appears to, for me, be, be getting into conversations about music with you, Lucy, and yeah. really, really bad rail puns people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that musical one was good. <laughs> That's a lot. You'll have to get into TikTok videos soon, though, won't you? <laughs> yeah. Not to get you on the TikTok. It's no. real <laughs> I do, oh, I do remember one, Gareth Dennis was hosting the Rail Matter and my 11-year-old daughter just completely just screamed on me and did a full TikTok routine in the background. <laughs> and everybody loved it! <laughs> there you go. <laughs> right, so where will we see you for the rest of the year? Well, we've got a Rail Live. Rail Live! Yeah, yeah, the slushy machine. <laughs> <laughs> I promise, slushies. Yes, you could come to Rail Live, come and see us. We'll be up near uh, the helicopter pad. We will. And, yes. um... Yeah, it's going to be a great event, and we're also going to be doing a Rail Smart virtual roadshow the week after um, Rail, Rail Live, so we're yeah. looking out for invites to that, and then buy some hotels, show and showcase our products. Yeah, and um, you know, there's going to be a huge mixture of hybrid events, and some going physical, some staying virtual, so we've got this very live and our own roadshow will be at Interthorg, which looks fantastic. I'm really looking forward to that one, and then James and I are working hard on the calendar, there are so it's gone into the crackers September to December yeah. railway calendar already. Mm -hmm. um, so it kind of 
picking and choosing which ones we go to, which ones are going to have most impact for us. Um, yeah. Because I know I was guilty in the past of going to it with an envelope if I could. <laughs> <laughs> More importantly, I wanted to let you wear innovation groups. Oh, God, I love this one here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we will come here. Well, I, you have a lovely big space here, so we would like to come back where we can have lots of people yes. and show off Sheffield. You're very uh, well. So it will not be probably. We'd like to do a special event also to celebrate your new name. <laughs> so whenever we can do that, which will be a larger event, which I think when after the 21st of June, mm -hmm. um, we'll come do an event. And hopefully the Sun Drenched Territories will still be open for drinks yeah. afterwards. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Awesome. And we'll, we'll know that the sushi machine still works as well. So. Yeah. <laughs> Special slushies. <laughs> cool. Are you going to be mixing up non-brand purple slushies? <laughs> yeah. Ooh, purple ooh. slushie. What is that? Taro. Taro slushie. What is that? You know, like purple cake you get from the Philippines. Oh. <laughs> is it taro root? Yeah, and they have purple cake. Yeah, just have taro flavoured. <laughs> See what we That sounds really I've appetizing. I've grenadine. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been simpler. Anyway. Or right. Chambord, because that's a really nice latte. <laughs> well, thank you very much for having me, um, and good luck, and uh, yes, very nice to be here, and great to be in person. Yes, lovely. So thanks for listening to another episode of What Moves Us. We hope we moved you. For more episodes, you'll definitely want to subscribe to our channel. Until next time. <laughs>